0: Hey girl. Hey, happy Monday. I hope all is well. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone had a great weekend this weekend. My weekend was rocked by the beginning of the new and final season of Game of Thrones. Girl, listen, I was never a Game of Thrones fan up until about three months ago, three months ago. Yeah. Um, I just decided to watch the first couple of episodes to see if I would like it. And I ended up binging all seven seasons in three months, you guys. So as you and the rest of humanity knows, the final season of Game of Thrones is back on TV. And I am very happy to end this chapter of my life. (laughs) So if you are a Game of Thrones fan, send me a DM and come chat with me on Instagram, on my Instagram page. Maybe I'll start a group message or something on on Instagram so we can all chat together if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Or just send me a message if if you just want in, because I like watching alone, but I always need to talk about the episode after it goes off. So if you're if you're a Game of Thrones fan, definitely send me a, a DM. If you are not a Game of Thrones fan, that is okay too boo. I was not up until three months ago. And this this series has been out for almost 10 years. So maybe Um, I'll just start a group message where we can all just check in on each other and say, hey, girl, hey, every once in a while and check up on each other throughout the week. I don't know. It doesn't have to be about Game of Thrones. But that was my weekend. Um, Happy Monday, as I already mentioned. I hope you guys had a great week last week and a beautiful week. Weekend, this weekend. So much has been happening lately and I feel like the last week we just had there was just so much going on with the passing of Nipsey Hussle and living in LA I just felt like I was surrounded by so many people that loved his music and loved what he did in his community and I have so many feelings about what happened, which is why I haven't said anything because I just wanted to process my feelings about it and be able to formulate my own thoughts about what happened and how our society is reacting and not just look to social media and the comments to speak about my outrage or express my sadness But just sit with it and really think about how I feel. And I will start by saying I had never listened to his music or really knew who he was and what he meant to the community up until the Grammys this year. And I saw that he was nominated. So I began to listen to him then and started to to learn more about him. But it still hurt. That someone who was doing better for themselves, trying to make the community better, taking care of a family, and adding value to the Black community specifically, was executed the way that he was. And I think it hurt even more that he was killed by a man who looked just like him. He was killed by a member of his community, someone with his background, someone nip- was an example for but envy and jealousy are very real spirits y'all and even though I didn't know much about him I'm still human and I still felt empathy and sadness towards what happened and I still felt sad for his family I still felt sad for our community where we have some black men Really trying out there, really trying and being the best versions of themselves and being fathers and being breadwinners for their families and being game changers out here in this world and trying to make it a better place. And then there are black men that could care less and do things like kill each other over nothing. And it's not just the police that's killing them, y'all. It's their friends, it's their brothers that are killing them too. So that made me sad for all the people who have lost loved ones to senseless acts of gun violence. So I spent the last two weeks or so with that on my heart and praying, not just for Nip's family, but for all the families out there that have been hurt like this. But my biggest prayer has been for all of us. My prayer has been for us to see ourselves the way that God sees us. For us to be bigger than what we allow our minds to tell us about ourselves. And to go beyond that job that we want and start thinking about how we can make a difference in someone else's life. To not think just solely about landing that house we've been praying for, but uplifting someone else's house in the process. I can go on about this forever, but I I finally, I finally have gathered my thoughts and I understand my feelings and I'm continuously, continuously praying for not just Nipsey's family, but all the families that are affected every single day because of things like this. My hometown, Chicago, we are no stranger to gun violence and all of you out there that may not have been affected by something like this directly, but you have the opportunity to give back and to step up within your communities and create solutions, whether that be in your place of work, in your businesses that you put out into the world, or even within your own homes, solutions that will spark change within the people that surround you. So, jumping into today's podcast, <laughs> I hope I wasn't too long winded. Um, And that was a bit heavy, but I just wanted those thoughts to live on this podcast now that I kind of understand my feelings and and what I wanted to say. But nevertheless, jumping into today's podcast, it's spring, you guys, it's spring, it's April, mid-April, and with the spring comes a change in season. The weather is starting to break for some of you, yay, which means putting up the winter coats and the shoes and the boots and breaking out the lighter jackets, wearing brighter colors to work and the dresses are starting to come out and the sandals and pretty soon everyone will be sleeveless. And for, for those of us who suffer from allergies, with the spring comes the most disrespectful pollen and allergens and we now have stuffy noses and itchy, watery eyes out of nowhere, it seems. But my favorite part about spring is the cleaning. I love to purge and I love to push reset on life and spring clean my way through April and May and not just in the physical sense, right, but in the mental and emotional sense as well. And today I'm sharing with you all of my favorite spring cleaning tips for not just your surroundings, but your mental and emotional state also. The very first episode of this podcast was called The Power of Reinvention and it's one of my favorite episodes because it's all about getting rid of the old and cultivating something new in your life and what better time than now, mid-April, to cultivate some new change within your life and amongst your surroundings to catapult you into a new season and I mean that literally and figuratively. And what I typically do first is I purge, right? I go through my apartment and I throw away anything and everything I don't really need, things that I don't use, like All of them take out flyers that you get when you order out or junk mail that's just been collecting on my kitchen countertop. And I go through my fridge and I toss out any old food or condiments. I hit the freezer also and I throw away anything that's just been collecting ice like old ice creams or frozen dinners that I know I'm just not going to eat then I hit my bathroom and my living room areas. And as I'm throwing stuff away, you guys, I'm straightening and I'm cleaning also. So I don't know about y'all, but I break out a bottle of pine Sol or Clorox bleach and feel free to use whatever cleaning supplies you have and make sure you make some, some cleaning water, whether that be in a small bucket or your sink and just wipe everything down so much dust collects in our spaces and we touch everything all the time so hitting all of your home spaces with some cleaning supplies and i'm not just talking about your weekly clean of vacuuming or mopping the floor and wiping off the toilet no I mean, wipe down those remotes, wipe down your TV, the TV stand, the cable box, where all those cords are. Get all of the dust out and straighten up in the process. I have to say, when I started this whole process, I was inspired by the new Netflix show called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. I don't know if you guys have read that book from a long time ago by her. I think it's called, I think it's called The Art of Tidying Up, if I'm not mistaken, but I mean, I, I clearly didn't read it. <laughs> um, but I thought it was, a bunch of mess a bunch of foo-foo at the time and people was just trying to get you to buy something but I did watch her Netflix special and y'all that inspired an entire purge process in my apartment so if you aren't familiar with Marie Kondo basically her method is if it doesn't spark joy then you should throw it away. So when you pick up an item in your house, whether that be a photo frame or a book or a pot or a pan, literally anything, if it doesn't spark joy, then you theoretically should be tossing it And I know it sounds nuts, it sounds insane, but I decided to give it a go because I have a real problem with throwing things away and letting them go. And I had a pair of jeans that I purchased like seven months ago that were too small. And every time I see them, I think, Oh, one day, one day I'm gonna fit them. But it's been seven months and I still haven't worn them. And when I pick up the jeans, If I'm having all these thoughts in my mind about them and bartering with myself and telling myself that I'm going to lose some weight so that I can fit these jeans and, you know, I'm going to do all these things. One day I'm going to fit them. Really? That's just a sign that I need to toss them or give them away to someone because that is not sparking joy. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play... When we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine with 12 shades of brilliant intense color no ammonia and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair so if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy-to-use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. Which brings me to the next step of the process, clothes. Sis, I will be the first to tell you when I spring clean, especially in previous years, I would throw away clothes just so that I can buy more, which really isn't solving any, any clutter problems that you may have. So after spending a day really deep cleaning my apartment and tossing odds and ends out I moved on to my closet and my drawers and the KonMari way of tidying up clothes is to throw all the clothes you own into one pile and literally dump your drawers, take everything off of the shelves, everything off of the hangers and dump it all into one pile. Then sit with that pile and pick up each item one by one and ask yourself, does this spark joy? Now, I already know what y'all are thinking. (laughs) I know y'all are like, girl, please. First of all, nobody has time to dump their entire wardrobe onto the floor and go through each item and ask a question on whether or not it sparks joy. I get it. I felt the same way too. After I dumped all of my clothes onto the floor and realized that I had to put them all back one by one. I also didn't think that... I would have a lot of clothes that I would throw away because I loved my wardrobe, at least I thought I did, and I I just didn't see myself parting ways with a lot of the things that I had. So I am like three shirts in at this point and I am over it, right? So I get up, I pour myself a glass of wine, I turn on my Auntie Jams, some Anita Baker, some Whitney Houston, and I make myself sit back down and go through my pile of clothes. And at first, I was having a hard time with letting things go, but the KonMari method teaches that if you don't readily get happy about that sweater, about that shirt, that dress, if you don't already think of how great you're gonna look in it right, you're already thinking of how your body doesn't look great in it, or it's been a, it's been worn a thousand times, you know, I should probably get rid of this. It does look a little raggedy. It doesn't look the best on me. Then you say, thank you for serving your purpose and you put it in your toss pile. So I'm two hours in and I now have three bags of clothes that I was getting rid of and clothes that I really do love the way I look in and clothes that really do make me feel good going back into my closet. And I know it sounds insane, like I mentioned, but two hours in and a glass of wine later, I'm in this happy space of cleaning and creating something new for my life and creating peace with my space. And I don't know if you guys have ever felt this, but when you wake up in a clean apartment, in a clean house that smells good, you get up, you, you feel good, you know, and you get up and you get dressed and you open up your wardrobe, you open up your closet and you see everything is folded neatly. You can see all the clothes that you have and your entire wardrobe is full of things that you love to wear and you can easily pick something out to wear for the day. That creates peace. That makes me happy living in an environment where I feel at peace with my life. There is a peaceful energy, a calm energy when you walk into my apartment. And I want you to feel that same peace and that same calmness about your homes and your apartments also when you wake up in the morning and getting in a few days of just purging and cleaning up your apartment and organizing your clothes and getting rid of anything that does not make you happy will do just that. And lastly, for the external portion of this spring cleaning weekend, I'd say, (laughs) is to go through your accessories, your jewelry, and your makeup. How many of us have old, scraggly-looking makeup brushes or old foundation or old mascara that we know we just hanging on to because we're too lazy to go buy another bottle. Yes, makeup can be pricey, but tossing what's old and realizing you don't have it anymore will make you get your butt up and go to the near Sephora or MAC counter or CVS, wherever you get your makeup from, a whole lot faster to get a new bottle. So toss it. Go through your makeup, look at your brushes. Do they need to be cleaned? Do you need another sponge? Stop being lazy and go get another one. Obviously, don't toss any real or valuable jewelry that you have, but them $10 Coachella looking rings that are faded can be tossed, sis. (laughs) Those earrings with the backs that look gross because you've worn them 1,000 times can be tossed. Go buy some new ones. If you got belts that look like they're starting to fray because you wear them every day and the threads are starting to come out, toss it. If those flats look like they talk when you walk because the sole of the shoe is no longer attached all the way, toss it. There is no sense of holding on to it. I want all of us, myself included, because everything that I just named, I threw away, To live in our homes and in our spaces with peace and tranquility and only wear the clothes that make us feel good. To only put on shoes that look good. And when we go to put on makeup and do our hair, we have fresh products we're using and clean utensils. It's so easy to let all these things get old and get dusty looking because we're so busy with our regular lives and out here making the dream become a reality that we don't, we don't think about makeup brushes to clean and throwing away old shoes. We got bills to pay. We're too tired after a long day of work. But I guarantee you, boo, set aside one weekend this month to clean your space, purge the things that don't spark joy, and create a new environment for yourself within your own home that makes you feel at peace. Pour yourself a glass of wine, turn on some Anita Baker, Put you some snacks on the table in case you get hungry and need a break, burn yourself a candle and get to work. So, once you spend one or two days spring cleaning your environment, I want you to take some time, and this can be done on a Sunday before the work week, and start thinking about what you need to clean up on the inside of yourself. I did this exercise, uh, I found it on YouTube. It was super fun to do. And what I did was, take a personal assessment of all the different parts of my life and reflected on each part and graded myself on how I was doing. So I want you to do the same thing. Burn your candle again and get yourself a pen and a paper and write down the following areas to reflect on. Fitness, nutrition, self-growth, self-esteem, career, social activities, goals, personal relationships, spiritual relationship, family, creativity, income. If you have to rewind me and come back to this, do that. But write down each of these categories on your sheet of paper. Next, I want you to think about each category one by one and grade yourself on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the greatest and one meaning the worst. And grade yourself numerically on each category. So for example, family, if over the past few months, you haven't been reaching out to your family like you should have, or you don't spend enough time with them, give yourself the appropriate grade. If you do know you've been really hanging out with them, reaching out to them, spending time with them, talking with them regularly, listening to them, give yourself a higher grade and grade yourself appropriately. Do that for every part of the list as you reflect on the last few months of your life where are you doing really great at look at all of your higher scores and pat yourself on the back keep it up great job but also look at where you didn't score so high and maybe start thinking of ways where you can be better about that in the next few months if you scored low on income and you know you could be doing better about your finances then That's what you should be doing over the next few months. Saving, reading about finances, creating opportunities for yourself to make more money, etc. If you scored poor on the fitness, then the next few months should be about how you can do better about your health and your fitness. What needs the most work? So I want you to pick one or two of the areas that you scored lower in and decide to put more focus on those areas over the next few months. I want all of us to feel at peace within our homes and within ourselves as we navigate our day-to-day lives. We already have so much on our plates with our jobs, our families, school, our businesses that I don't want you to miss having that essence of peace within the space that you dwell in. I create everything for the Slay Girl Slay brand from my apartment if I'm not working at a local coffee shop And I can't create from a space of chaos. I can't have clothes everywhere. I can't have things all over the place all the time. I need peace within my space so that I can create to the best of my ability and pour into this brand with a clear mind and a clear heart. So open up your calendar, boo. Pick a weekend where you'll stay indoors. Open up the windows. Turn on your favorite auntie jams and start cultivating a beautiful environment, not just within your home, but within you. All right, you guys, that wraps us up for this week.